Thanks for tuning in to us here at HealthWave. I'm your host, Mitchell Nail. At HealthWave, we believe your health matters because you matter, and we hope today finds you healthy and well. As always, HealthWave is a service of St. Bernard's Healthcare, a trusted provider of comprehensive, compassionate healthcare services reaching 23 counties in Northeast Arkansas and Southeast Missouri. Its flagship facility, St. Bernard's Medical Center, located in the heart of Jonesboro, Arkansas for 120 years, houses the only level three trauma center and neonatal intensive care unit in the region. For every stage of life, St. Bernard's is there, ready to serve you through education, treatment, and health services. I'm joined today by Dr. Sharp Malik, a radiologist with Associated Radiologists Limited in St. Bernard's Healthcare in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Dr. Malik, welcome to HealthWave. Thank you so very much to have me today. It's a pleasure. And Dr. Malik attended medical school in Little Rock, Arkansas at the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences before completing a diagnostic internship and residency there as well. He then moved on to a breast imaging fellowship at the renowned Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York before finding his way back to Arkansas. He holds board certification with the American Board of Radiology and serves on the active medical staff at St. Bernard's. Now, Dr. Malik, we're in the middle of October, a month obviously known for an emphasis on breast cancer awareness. Each year, more than 250,000 women nationwide receive a breast cancer diagnosis. I reiterate, that's a new diagnosis. So when you think about the term awareness, what does it mean to you as a radiologist? I think it's so very important to remind women how common breast cancer is. And it's a disease that despite great progress that we've made over the last 40 years, it's a disease that has been with us since the beginning of humankind. And it will continue to be with us. I think it's important that women recognize that the earlier we find breast cancer, the best chance she will have of beating the disease. Early detection cannot be overemphasized. Women who get screened every year regularly have a 50% higher chance of beating the disease than women who screen every other year, every third year, every fifth year. You imagine this is trying to steal time from cancer. Finding cancers when they are small and more easily treatable is what we're doing with breast cancer awareness recognizing that 75% of all women who are diagnosed with breast cancer don't have a family history. One in eight women will develop a breast cancer in her lifetime. That's what we mean by awareness, letting people know that it's a most common cancer to affect women. It's a second leading cancer-related cause of death. It's a tremendous number of people. It's actually 325,000 is the number that we're looking at on a yearly basis nowadays. That's including invasive and non-invasive breast cancers. So it's a tremendous problem. It's incredibly common, but we have an amazing tool to find it early, and that's early detection through screening mammography. And Dr. Malik, those are some incredible statistics you just cited. You mentioned mammography. Now, mammography and overall breast health technology, they've advanced significantly in recent decades. Describe the latest advances out there and what you specifically employ for patients. So at St. Bernard's, in the imaging center and on our mobile unit, the Mammobile, we utilize something called tomosynthesis. It's the very best mammogram available. You may have heard it called 3D mammography. And basically what it is, we take 15 low-dose images of the breast. The, the x-ray tube moves in an arc, and it obtains these 15 images that a computer then generates 
around 60 to 75 images. It's like a movie of the breast. And the reason why that is important is because it's able to look past some of the superimposition of the fibroglandular tissue. What do I mean by that? Breast cancers are typically white on a mammogram. The normal breast tissue on a mammogram is white as well. So finding a white mass on a white background is often difficult. With tomosynthesis, we're able to look at the breast multiple different angles with one image acquisition, which means that we can look at a cancer and see a cancer and many times when we would not have seen it earlier because we're able to get rid of some of the superimposition of the normal tissue. Another way to think about this is if you have a tomosynthesis, a 3D mammogram, it's like reading the pages of a book. You can turn this page, turn this page, turn this page and see that versus a 2D traditional mammogram is the superimposition of all of the words in a book and you can't, the words are all jumbled up. And so it's a much better mammogram. We find about 30% more breast cancers using this tool. And more importantly, we have less recalls. Less number of women are called back for additional imaging when we use tomosynthesis because we're able to see that what looked like a potential cancer is actually normal breast tissue. And so less women are recalled and more cancers are found. So it's one of the few tests that we have in medicine where we're increasing our ability to find cancer, but also increasing our ability to say that someone is normal. Now, those recall appointments, not only is that an inconvenience for somebody to have to come in for an additional appointment, it's an inconvenience for you guys as a physician, but anybody receiving a call like that, that's an anxious call to receive. It is, it is. But I, I think it's really important that women recognize that when they are recalled, it doesn't mean that they have a cancer, okay? It means that the tools that we use to screen everybody, to screen women who are not symptomatic, those tools are not sufficient to be able to say if someone has something that is suspicious that needs a biopsy. So let's just look at the numbers. If I take a thousand women who don't have any symptoms, they don't feel a mass in their breast, they don't have a nipple discharge, they don't have a change in the skin or the contour of the breast, asymptomatic women, if I take a thousand of them, 100 of them will need to have additional imaging. It doesn't mean that those 100 have cancers. They come back for a diagnostic mammogram, and in that time we will do some, if they have calcifications, we'll do some magnification views so we can look more closely at these tiny deposits of calcium in the breast. We will do an ultrasound to see if the mass that we're seeing is cystic, which is a totally normal, benign process in the breast, or if it is a solid mass. If we see a solid mass, we look at it and look at the characteristics of it to decide whether or not this is something we can safely follow or if it's something that requires a biopsy. So going back to our 1,000 patients, 1,000 asymptomatic women, 100 will need to come back for additional imaging. The vast majority of those will be told that they're normal or need to come back for follow-up in six months. 20 out of that 100 will need to have a biopsy. And out of that 20 who need a biopsy, between five and seven of them will have a breast cancer. So you may wonder yourself, why do we do all of this screening for 1,000 people? We screen 1,000 people to find five to seven breast cancers. Well, the reason why we do it is because it's the only thing in the history of medicine that we found can reduce mortality from breast cancer by 50%. Let that sink in for a minute. It is the only tool that we found in modern medicine that can reduce mortality 
of breast cancer by 50%. Why can that happen? Well, because we're finding cancers before they've grown large enough to spread to other parts of the body. It's not the cancer in the breast that takes a woman's life. It's the cancer that has spread to lymph nodes, lung, liver, bone, brain. It's the metastases. It's when the cancer has left the breast tissue and gone to vital organs in the body that takes a woman's life. So going back to what we said, yes, it's nerve wracking to get a call that you need to have additional imaging, but the vast majority of those women do not have a breast cancer. It's important for you to come back to that recalled exam and let's figure out exactly what we were seeing on the screening exam. I'm speaking with Dr. Sharp Malik, a radiologist with Associated Radiologists Limited in St. Bernard's Healthcare in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Dr. Malik, the idea of a yearly mammogram, that's not a pleasant thought for many women. We've just talked about that, but it's critical in the fight against breast cancer. Why are mammograms needed in addition to practices like, say, the self-breast exam? I think it's super important that women are aware of their breasts. Many, many women find their own breast cancer and and come to us and we're able to diagnose them. However, relying on a self-exam or the physician's clinical exam or provider's clinical exam is not sufficient to find breast cancer early. The truth is that cancers found by screening mammography are significantly smaller than cancers found by palpation. What do I mean by that? The earliest breast cancers we find are like grains of sand on the mammogram. They are tiny deposits of calcium. They look like grains of sand, grains of salt, just sprinkled into the breast there. And those tiny deposits of calcium, and what I'm talking about are things that are incredibly small, smaller than a green pea, I mean, really small size. Those cancers are 100% curable. That's the earliest way we find breast cancer. When we find masses in the breast, we're typically able to find things that are the size of a green pea, the size of a peanut, which is very different than a woman finds a breast cancer with a self-exam. Often those cancers that they find are the size of a quarter, golf ball. So think about that, that if you use the imaging to find things smaller then you're able to intervene in the natural history of the disease. You're able to steal time from cancer by finding things much, much smaller. The size isn't the only important thing here. Usually, the cancers that are found by mammography are at a lower grade. That means that the cancer is less aggressive and less rapidly growing. Why? Because there's not been all of this time for genetic changes in the tumor to develop and for it to become more aggressive. And so that's the important thing. It's a lower grade, less likely to be in lymph nodes, which means it to be a lower stage as well and more easily treatable. So yes, it is an inconvenience for women to have to come annually for their screening mammogram. But imagine this is a 15-minute exam that has the potential to save your life. It's worth taking the time out of your busy schedule from work, from caring from your family, running your household, et cetera, to come and get screened because certainly it can make a huge difference for you you and your family. And Dr. Malik, we've hit on early detection, why it's so important, not only to survival rates, but also to less invasive treatment options. Would you explain how early detection plays into that role for patients and from the physician's perspective as well. Sure. First of all, most breast cancers are unifocal. What do I mean by that? They're usually one mass. Most invasive breast cancers are represented by one single mass. If that mass is small enough, 
then a surgeon can remove the mass, leave normal tissue behind, and the patient, depending on her age and her other health conditions, would go for radiation therapy. Depending on the biology of the tumor and whether the tumor has gone to lymph nodes, etc., whether she would need chemotherapy or not. But the starting point is a smaller cancer typically requires less aggressive and less extensive therapy than a larger tumor. Many women who present with palpable masses often have more than one mass, which means that it's difficult for the surgeon to remove multiple masses and still have a good cosmetic result after the surgery. So if women are concerned about finding cancers smaller, more easily treatable, then they should come annually for screening. Lots of studies have been done to show that women who participate in screening on an annual basis are much less likely, like 50% less likely to have to have a mastectomy for the treatment of their breast cancer. And that's really important. Not only would they have an improved survival, but they would get back on the road of recovery much earlier than women who don't participate in screening. Now, here in Arkansas, we're in month number seven of the COVID-19 pandemic. Other areas of the country are even further along than we are. Do you have concerns that women will miss their annual checkups out of fear of the virus? And what are the implications if that's the case? So the good news is that we have put into place methods for women to come and be screened safely in the imaging center and on our mobile unit. So what that means is that, you know, we screen patients before they come. We're using lots of cleaning procedures to make sure that patients are safe. We are wearing a mask. The patient is wearing a mask. And we're able to safely evaluate patients now. That's the good news. The reality is that Across the country, there has been about a 50% reduction in the number of cancers that we're finding because many women are delaying screening. Many women are delaying seeking help because of fear of the virus. We have actually had some patients who had an abnormality, but because of fear did not seek help. And now we're seeing them several months later and their cancer has advanced. So it is a real concern. We are playing catch up in the imaging center because there were some months that we stopped screening. But now we're back in full swing and we're able to do that safely. So I encourage women, if you were delayed, don't delay a whole nother year. Contact us and come back in and get your annual screening exam. It's super important. We have some estimates that many more women are going to present with more advanced cancers because they did skip screenings and they did delay their diagnosis. And so I think it's important that, you know, people recognize that there is a safe option now to come and get screened and you really shouldn't delay that. And Dr. Malik, here we are a couple guys talking about breast health services, but that doesn't mean that we are off the hook. Men make up less than 1% of all breast cancer diagnoses. More than 2,600 men will face that diagnosis this year, and it's estimated that more than 500 men will die of breast cancer. What are the warning signs for men knowing they're not likely to seek the same breast health services as women? So for men, what they need to be conscious of is mostly is feeling a mass in their breast. And so the way to typically describe that is like you feel a hard mass. It's imagine if you had a marble inside right underneath your skin, and that's kind of what it feels like. It's hard, it's difficult to move, and you, typically it's not associated with pain, but it's a mass that patients feel. It's very firm. If you feel that, then you should come 
and for imaging. We don't screen men because the chance of a man having a breast cancer is much, much lower than a woman. However, if a man feels this mass in their breasts, then they should come for imaging. And we would do a diagnostic mammogram at that time and an ultrasound to characterize that. I'm so happy that you brought up this issue of men having breast cancer and the numbers you gave. 2,600 men will have a breast cancer, 500 will die. That is a, a terrible percentage, okay? That's a high percentage of men dying. And we have to ask ourselves, why is it? Why is it that the outcomes for men getting breast cancer is much worse than the outcome of a woman getting a breast cancer? And the reason is men are not screened. We evaluate most men after they feel a mass, which means that that mass has gotten large enough for them to feel and bring it to the attention of their doctor, which means that that mass has had more time to grow and spread to other parts of the body and be at a higher stage and a higher grade than the typical woman who's coming annually for screening. So it's important that men be aware of their bodies as well, but it's also important that we recognize that what's happening in men is also what happens in women who don't come for screening. They typically have worse outcomes. Uh, Dr. Malik, last question for you. Would you have a message for a woman maybe who's hesitant about coming in or saying, you know what, I'll delay this another month or two? Just somebody who's trying to put this off as long as they can, maybe in light of COVID, maybe in light of something else. What are your thoughts on that? I think that it's very important that women recognize that they can take control of their situation and overcome the fear of finding out that they have a cancer. Because if they know that if something is there and they did everything they could do by coming every year for a screening exam, their odds are in their favor. I also think it's important that women take time for themselves. So many women are running their households. They make sacrifices for their children, for their husband, other members of the family, for their work. But they're constantly giving, 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 giving. Please take the 15 minutes out of your busy time, your busy schedule, and dedicate it to yourself. Come with your sister. Come with your mom. Come with your best friend and get screened and put it behind you and then move on with the rest of your life. I can't emphasize enough the benefits of screening because it is the only thing in medicine that has been proven to reduce mortality from breast cancer by 50%, this simple exam. And that's Dr. Sharp Malik, a radiologist with Associated Radiologists Limited in St. Bernard's Healthcare in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Dr. Malik, thanks for being a part of HealthWave. Thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity to speak to you about early detection. For more information about St. Bernard's Healthcare, you can visit their website, stbernards.info. That's S-T-B-E-R-N-A-R-D-S dot I-N-F-O. Or you can call the St. Bernard's Healthline at 870-207-7300. And we thank each of you for joining us on HealthWave. If you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, we ask that you do so just so that you can know anytime we post new content. If you're already a subscriber, we appreciate you making us a part of your day. If the podcast service you're using lets you leave HealthWave a rating, we ask that you leave us a five-star review so other folks can find us more easily. We also welcome your questions and suggested topics. You can submit those through social media by searching for St. Bernard's Healthcare on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and sending us a direct message there. That's all the time we have for this edition of HealthWave, and we hope you join us again on our next episode. For HealthWave, I'm Mitchell Nail. Thanks for tuning in. 